G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. An update today on a relatively new Christian ministry to Christian leaders who work in parts of the world that suffer under regimes that persecute the Christian church. Persecution of Christians is on the rise and so then is the issue of trauma suffered by Christian leaders in many nations and the victims of persecution and terror attacks. Project 114 has been launched as a trauma ministry. The name is based on Philippians 114, where Paul said, Because of my chains, more of the brothers and sisters have found courage to share the gospel more boldly. Simon Rattray and his wife Alison are the ministry founders. Simon is joining us. Hello, Simon. Welcome back to 2020. Hey, Neil. It's great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Simon, you were working in Sri Lanka with victims of the Easter Sunday bombings in 2019. Just how significant is it when surviving Christians are affected by trauma? Yeah, well, it's significant because uh, in our country, all of us have access to you know multiple avenues for trauma care, whereas... In countries like Sri Lanka, Christians have very little access to counselling or any form of support. And you've developed a trauma healing and recovery course, and it's something you, I guess, you're you're likely to be rolling this out farther and wider as the times go on. But uh, how's things going with your course? Yeah, well, thanks, Neil. Uh, as soon as we started letting partners know in different parts of the world uh, when we were developing this uh, around about a year ago. We've been inundated with requests and we're now working across six countries and we have country care coordinators now in four countries working with us to deploy the courses to the most vulnerable in those places. Well, it shows that your course is quite unique, and I wonder if you've got any uh, any idea how effective it's been when you've been applying some of these principles to people who are suffering trauma. Yes, well, so far we've been told it has been very effective uh, because just one example from Sri Lanka is a population of 21.6 million people, yet there are only uh, around about six uh, fully qualified psychologists in the entire country and under 20 qualified counsellors. So we're dealing with a situation like this across many parts of the world where there's an incredible shortage of professional people to help the traumatised. And you work with pastors in congregations where this trauma counselling is necessary. So pastors are becoming your front line for rolling out your course and helping people deal with that trauma. Yeah, that's right, Neil. So it's become so effective because we're 
training pastors who then become equipped with the material. It is being translated into many different uh, vernaculars and languages and people are using the botanical themes and my wife Alison is helping women especially uh, with skills in the area of art therapy for people to process their pain, uh, their frustration and you know, their suffering. While we're talking Sri Lanka, of course, there were a series of bomb attacks that happened on the Easter Sunday services back in 2019. And we can think of those one-off events uh, as dreadful as they may be. Bomb attacks on churches, uh, they send a shudder down our spine. Uh, But of course, the people in Sri Lanka, the Christians in Sri Lanka, have suffered a whole lot more than just bombing attacks. They've, They've had civil war for decades beforehand. Yeah, that's right, Neil. Well, in Sri Lanka, like many countries, but Sri Lanka especially, Myanmar also, we have what we call uh, compounded trauma, where we've had, for example, in Sri Lanka, more than 20 years of civil war. Uh, You know, that's ended now, but then the country was hit with a tsunami, then the Easter Sunday bombings, and Uh, The the levels of hopelessness and frustration and just feeling of abandonment that many people have is is just very crushing. You mentioned you're working in six countries now. Uh, Let's just focus on Myanmar for a few moments. And uh, I guess without getting political in light of the military coup that's happened there, we know that persecution has been on the increase. A number of Christian states around Myanmar, the Chin people, the Kachin and the Karen, and I think there are some more as well, uh, but they've been facing deeper levels of persecution. What can you tell us about what you're hearing out of Myanmar? Yeah, well, the biggest issue facing people in Myanmar, including Christians, is uh, the the trauma of not receiving something they feel is rightfully theirs. So trauma can not just be what happens to you, but what you feel should happen that doesn't happen. Um, for them, or many of them, in fact, uh, well, they've tasted freedom, they've tasted democracy, and now that's been taken away from them. So the level of anxiety and frustration is really just absolutely, you know, explosive. Okay. What are you planning to do, Simon, uh, with your trauma healing ministry? I mean, you're co-partnering with these churches in these nations. What does it take to get your trauma course uh, into all of those countries that are knocking on the door saying, we need help now? Yeah, well, uh, it, because there's only a, my wife and I and a couple of volunteers, we're a very small team. We don't have a large uh, resource base. Uh, we have large networks. So we're taking our time and we're, we're praying and asking the Lord for wisdom in how to best approach uh, these nations where Christians are in such incredible need. How long does it take to recover? And maybe it's different for every individual because some people handle these things better than others. But is there any sort of research on the process that people go through and the time it takes to be recovered from trauma? Or do you never really recover from it? Uh, It's a good question. It depends on the person. It depends on the level of trauma, what the 
particular crisis has been. Uh, but it usually takes you know, anything from you know, several weeks to several months to even years. And we're seeing people find freedom already, even after only a week of a course or a weekend. And, and this is really what our course is designed to do. It's to help people uh, move from feeling helpless to feeling hopeful and that the Lord does actually have a plan for them and that they are planted for purpose and that they're not buried anymore, but they're planted. You're driven by your Christian faith, take us into the situation that so many of us will be familiar with when the Apostle Paul was in prison, uh, but he had a supporter named Epaphras, and uh, he was a helper to Paul in that time. We might assume that Paul, if he's imprisoned and having gone through what he did, uh, that he would have suffered levels of trauma, perhaps b- bigger than what we can even imagine. But uh, Epaphras was a pretty good support for him, and uh, you're trying to be a little bit like that. Yeah, well, we see our ministry as Project 114 very much like Epaphras, you know, with strength and Christian in the world's hardest places at the moment we can't go personally it's it's not quite as effective over zoom um, but what we feel is equally important is the message uh, the stories and the hope that we're bringing back from these places because it's in these places around the world where christians are under the most pressure where the church is actually growing the fastest and so we're wanting to learn uh, skills uh, bring back tools and encouragement for Christians here facing uh, what we believe to be quite an uncertain future in terms of what persecution could look like here. And Simon, are these principles that you apply to the persecuted church Uh, Are they applicable to people who here in Australia feel as though they have suffered some level of trauma? And it could be all sorts of events from accidents to illnesses and to uh, abuses. Uh, Do they apply the same way or uh, can Australian people participate in some of these courses? Well, absolutely, Neil. So because we're only fairly small as a team at this stage, we don't have the resources to deploy a course in Australia just yet uh, because we're trying to set things up in a number of other countries first but by 2022 uh, Alison and I plan to have this Planet for Purpose Trauma Recovery course uh, being uh, taught all around Australia and especially in churches but we also have uh, a ministry beyond the church uh, and also equipping Christians to use the material as a tool for evangelism. Well, Simon, honour to you. I think listeners will be able to see the value in a trauma healing and recovery course. And, of course, when you've got people knocking on the door, expansion into those new territories is going to take perhaps an extra few friends. You'll want some prayer partners. You'll want some financial supporters. And no doubt when people go to your website, they'll be able to connect with you and become a supporter in some special way. Project 114 or 114.org.au. That's Project 114.org.au to connect with Simon Rattray and his wife Alison. And the ministry is called Project 114. Simon, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thanks so much for the opportunity to share, Neil. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.